Hello and welcome to the Confessions of a Card Cleaner podcast. My name is Alex Regicescu and today we're going to be talking about how I broke my number one rule. But first, let me give you a little bit of context to the situation. Uh, so uh, a few weeks back, so uh, I'm recording this in what is right after uh, right after Canada Day. Uh, in July, beginning of July. So a few weeks ago, in uh, the beginning of June, I get a phone call from a lady who lives in a neighborhood I've been uh, marketing to uh, for a while. So I've been sending uh, out flyers for a while. And she says, because it's, um, you know, Father's Day was was coming up on, uh, I believe it was June 20th or so. Um she says that uh, she got my flyer and she's interested and she'd like to buy a gift card for her husband um, and have us clean his car as a uh, Father's Day gift from her. So far, wonderful. Um, this is like the whole conversation was 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 um like taking place and over the phone but in a hushed voice because she was she was uh inside her house and the her husband was inside the house too but he was like taking a nap or something and so she didn't want him to um to to hear uh about it so she was going to make it a surprise and so um you know it all sounded really, really good, and then I just wanted to help. You know, I just wanted to help her um, make this a surprise for her husband. Um, and so, what I did, I said, "Okay, great. Uh, that sounds that sounds really good. Let's have a look at the car first, so then I can, you know." recommend you something could you send me a few pictures uh of course so she then she took the pictures she sent them over um email um took a look at them but you know from the pictures you know there were a few pictures of of the interior couple of the exterior you know it it, they didn't say much there was this um a Volkswagen SUV. Um, it looked dirty, but not, you know, I couldn't get to see in the pictures all the little details. Uh, and so she also said, um, my husband keeps his car in pretty good shape. And so over the years, I've been burned with this so many times, I, I can't even believe how I fell for this this time. I mean, I mean, I should be ashamed of myself for for actually falling for it. Because here's what happens. I mean, people, and when I say people, I say all of us, including me, misrepresent um, the situation, the real situation, sometimes. And, and, and then we do this for two reasons. Reason number one, we're ignorant of the actual situation. We don't really know, like in this case, we don't really know what's what. Because we're not professional. 
in in that area so we we can't really understand the complexity so so we look at it from our level of understanding which is usually is very very superficial especially in a in a in a technical matter something that we haven't dealt with before and then we look at it and then you know kind of like in this case uh you know it's not a big deal the car is a bit maybe a bit dirty but it's not like a big deal right it, it shouldn't take too long like like you know what i've heard in the past a lot of people say oh it only takes a good vacuum the reality is if something is dirty it never takes and it hasn't been cleaned in years it, it's it never takes just a good vacuum it takes a whole lot more and so that's one way we misrepresent and what that's one reason it's out of ignorance and and the other reason is sometimes we do it on purpose and when we do it on purpose we do it to gain something like sometimes I'm going to talk about my own uh field of expertise here so sometimes I get I get calls or requests from people uh asking me to you know go and uh, go and clean their cars and then what they say is before we talk price um they say oh it's not that bad you know it shouldn't take long and all that stuff and sometimes again it goes down to uh ignorance but 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 sometimes it's just misrepresenting with the intention of getting a lower price because once you're locked up in a in a you know lower price you can't really back out of it and then you you know regardless of the situation you have to do it at whatever you you agreed um uh, to right and so we misrepresent so we can we can gain a little something in this case a, a lower price i am sure in this case this lady meant well so she had no intention whatsoever of of misrepresenting for the intention for for the purpose of getting a lower price i have no doubt about that i am 100% convinced that that she didn't really understand the situation so it was of course because she was not a professional and she didn't know what it entails um to to actually do a job like that and do it properly um and so her misrepresentation came out of ignorance of the situation and so she says yeah keeps a pretty pretty clean car and then i say okay fine and then i present her with two options uh a lower priced option and a higher priced option and i say okay i recommend this in this situation this in this situation and of course she goes for the lower priced option to which in my unlimited generosity uh i had given her a sizable discount to begin with so it's not even not only uh she went for the entry level package on this but she had also gotten it at a i don't know what was it it's like 25% discount or some like that cuz i sort of wanted to encourage her to to get it cuz maybe they will turn into return customers they'd be happy with the job and then they had the potential of becoming um uh, great clients over time 
based on my, you know, previous experience with uh, people in that particular area where they live. And so, so far, so good. I sent her the um, gift certificate. She she wires me the money. And then the day comes. Well, actually not. The day doesn't come. Um, I, I, I get a phone call from her husband uh, after the uh, Father's Day weekend. And, she, and he says, oh, okay, I got this from my wife. I got to, I like to schedule my appointment and say we, we work out a, you know, a day. And then we say, okay, we'll do it that day. Perfect. Right after Canada Day. Um, and so he sort of let, let it slip out a bit, like saying that, you know, I just came back from a fishing trip. Uh, I haven't been taking too good care of this car and stuff like that. So that, that was, a, that was a, a red flag right there. Uh, sort of my ears sort of perked up right then and I say okay uh probably I, I don't what did I get myself into um but but then okay let's go with it uh and and so the the day comes and then I show up at their house to pick up their car and take it over to our shop and lo and behold the car has uh probably 170 180,000 kilometers on it it's about 12 years old um, and it has been used mostly for going I'd say off-road because because you know his fishing trips are not like what I thought a fishing trip would be because my idea of a fishing trip was you go out to a lake and then you hop on a boat and you start fishing right and then, you know, there's a road. There's a paved road and a parking lot by the lake and that kind of deal. Uh, no. His fishing trips are in the wilderness. Like he goes out to lakes that you only get to on, you know, uh, farm roads and, and mountain roads and, and dirt roads and stuff like that. So the car has been used uh, other than a few, you know, a couple of trips a week um to his office uh mostly for going out to fishing trips far out in the countryside um and on top of that as i said it's it was about 11 years 12 12 11, 11 years old sorry um and it had never been cleaned at least I mean, I couldn't tell. It looked like it had never been cleaned. Like it had dust and dirt and mud in every crack and crevice. Like I literally had to uh, scrub the uh, like the door, like the air vents, the air vents in the dashboard to get the crusted uh, 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 dust um, off of them, off of the little blades. And I'm looking at the car and I, and I say, okay, this doesn't look good. Um, but then I'm too far invested in this. Um, I'm too far gone in this to, to actually 
back out of it because what what could I have done? Could I have said, oh, no, actually, you know, it's a little dirtier than we can handle and, you know, uh, here's your money back and all that stuff. I thought, you know, I'm going to, we're going to do our best on it. We're going to make a huge difference. There's going to be a few things left unclean or maybe maybe not perfect not very clean they're gonna, we're going to touch them up but it's not going to be perfect but given the um you know the current condition of the car and the way the owner uses the car and the fact that the you know before and after the after is going to look incredibly better than the befores and the fact that it's going to take it out off road again in a couple of days um, he's going to be happy. So it's just going to be a matter of making a huge difference, but not getting it perfect, not getting it like new again, right? That's what I thought, uh, mostly based on the my experience with this kind of situation and, um, you know, his, his particular situation. So here's my number one rule that I broke with this I never never ever ever give a price on a car or or accept someone as a customer without seeing the car in person first and having a conversation with the owner about his needs and his expectations very very important his expectations because we need to know him or her and I beforehand what the expectations are if his expect if the expectations are reasonable if we can fulfill them and bottom line if we can if we can commit to a to what they're asking us to do or not if it's outside our possibilities because a lot of it is outside our possibilities one thing is cars that go off-road because it takes a different level of skill different kind of chemicals different kind of approach to clean a car that's a you know um, pavement queen so to speak so something that's used only on on paved roads only in town only two trips to the grocery store in the office and you know the trips to the mall and to clean a car that's been taken off road for the past 10 years or so and two different things all together it's just like building a you know you know this analogy that i can that i can make is is you know just like the the skill and the 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 materials and the knowledge needed to to build a a high-rise concrete building or to build a log cabin two different things altogether and so and so that's my number one rule i never give a price or even accept someone as a customer and as a client without seeing the car first and talking about you know their expectations making sure we're on the same page but I didn't do it this time. I didn't do it because I wanted to please the lady. And I wanted to help her make that, you know, surprise for her husband. So I couldn't, I couldn't have 
shown up at the house and never look at the car without him wondering what's going on. And so I didn't do it. And then it's just, you know, it turns out it, it, it came back to bite me in the butt, like really hard. And then uh, I'll tell you how. So I look at the car. We look at the car together. We talk about it. And, and you know, what he says is not, He's not expecting perfection. He said, yeah, I haven't been kind to the car, you know, these years. And, you know, I think you're going to make it look better and stuff like that. So all sounds well, right? Like somebody who understands sort of what the limitations are, right? Okay, so I pick up the car, take it to the shop. We spend time on it. We scrub. We clean. We make a huge difference. So the car looks... 10 times better but then again there are areas areas that most people don't look at most people don't care about that are not perfect or are not not perfectly clean and so um, I call him he says oh I'm just about to leave just leave it at the house leave the keys inside and we're good to go okay okay and then I do that and I'm actually pretty happy with myself and with the work of my team and the difference that we made on the car because, again, it looks 10 times better. Not perfect, but 10 times better. Uh, and the fact that I contributed, you know, I was a major contributing to a, to a gift that this person got from his wife. And, you know, I think, okay, I made these people happy. You know, I feel pretty good about myself. And then uh, later on, the same day in the evening I get an email which bursts my bubble of happiness from the wife saying that oh you did a you did a you know thank you for cleaning the car um, you know um, some areas of the car are really well done but some uh, still lack um, you know based on your advertising I thought I was not there was there wasn't gonna be anything to complain about but look, there's these area, and then she proceeds to list certain areas like inside of the wheelbarrow. So that means literally inside the rim of the wheel, like the where the the whole assembly of the the, the brakes is, uh, that you can only reach by getting your hand inside between the wheel spokes inside of the wheel. Uh, so was the where the wheel attaches to the to the to the brakes and the the, the whole assembly there um, that area is not clean and then the hinges area like the door hinges area with the the hand the door attaches to the body of the car where the hinges are that's not clean and at the back with the trunk lid the like the hatch attaches where the hinges are that's not clean and the seat tracks like the metal seat tracks that the the seats slide back and forth on um are not clean and so you know i really think that you know you should uh, uh come back and and re-clean those areas and you know please do get back to me on this and i said oh boy what did I get myself into? 
And so I reply, of course, I'm happy to have a look. Please let me know, uh, you know, if this day works for you, I'll come by. It was like actually next day, if, if tomorrow works for you. And then she says, yeah, this time come by and then we're going to be here. And, and so I sort of prepare myself to, to sort of, you know, to give them the, the, to say the things that I should have said before, like the, you know, the, the, the things that I say to set the expectations where I say, you know, not all things are possible. Some things are not are beyond the scope of our service. This we cannot do. There may be people out there that do it, but us personally, we cannot do it. You know, there may be things that are not going to come out perfect and all that stuff. So things that I should have said before, before they say yes, um, I wanted to tell them, but, afterwards which was a really bad idea but because you know i i get there and then i they show me the areas and they look upset especially him he looks upset and i open my mouth and i start saying that you know um i say i actually said this i said uh, listen i owe you an apology um i i made a mistake and and you know because i i I I made that mistake. I led you to believe that anything is possible. And I'm not and 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 I say the reality is anything is not possible. And and there are limitations um the the given limitations imposed first of all by the condition of the car limitations imposed by what we can per what we personally as a service can do and then also limitations imposed by the um, very package that you chose which was the entry-level package in this case it's just it's just as if I had set fire to a forest it's like he's he's in he's infuriated. He's like, "Oh, if you're saying that this shouldn't have been cleaned, well, I disagree with you. This should have been cleaned, and this is not an inexpensive service. And I have friends who go someplace else, and they pay much less than that. And you know, they clean these parts and all that stuff. So it's okay, okay. I definitely definitely came." out definitely they that that what i meant um that's not what i meant for sure you're right uh, this these areas should have been cleaned it's just that you know there was there were some um decisions to make to spend more time on other areas that really needed more or to spend it on this and then those areas because there's only a limit of time that we can spend on a car we can't spend you know for this amount of money uh, you know, three days and get it perfect, even though it wouldn't have been perfect, but regardless. So I, I try to sort of, you know, in a nice way to make the relation between, you know, what it can be done for, for that amount of money, which was extremely low to begin with, and what it could have been done based on the condition of the car and based on the time that we had the car to work with. Uh, 
nothing. So I apologize again and I say, look, it's, it's obvious that you're not happy with the service and then I, I failed you because I, you know, I didn't, I didn't discuss about expectations first and I, we didn't talk about what can be done and what it can be done. And that's completely my fault. I should have done that. I apologize for it. And look, and then, and then, as I said in my advertising, and I stand true to that, I stand behind my service 100% of the way. If you're not happy with my service, you get all your money back. And so that's, that's what ended up happening. Um, of course, they were okay with it because the car was clean with the exception of those little areas that no one ever looks at. He was going to go out on a, on a fishing trip again next day. So the car was going to go back to, you know, what it was a few days before. It wasn't going to matter. But it was, I felt it was more like a matter of principle. And so, like I said, I stand behind my service 100% of the way. If I can't make someone happy, I mean, I don't want to keep their money. That's, that's just not right. It's, you know, there's only things, there's some things we can do, some things we can't do. And if we, you know, we can't make them happy, we're not going to keep their money. Uh, but that's just, you know, just, just to show you what, you know, breaking, if you have any rules that you really stand by and they, you've found them that they work really well for you, um, it's probably a bad idea to break them any time and under any circumstances for whatever reasons it doesn't really matter because you know it end it ends up being much of a much more of a mess i would have been better off if i said in the first place i'm sorry as much as i'd love to help i can't give you a price uh, or even know if i if we can do this before i see the car and maybe i would have gotten a chance to actually see the car and talk with with the lady and and uh, it is likely that you know if I had probably I would have said no or if I did say yes it would have been a much higher price and she would have said no to that uh, and everybody would have been happy because she would have looked elsewhere she probably would have gotten because there's plenty of people out there who are willing to do uh, to 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 clean cars in this case and do all kinds of work for $50 or $100. There's plenty of people. Craigslist is jam-packed with people and there's plenty of businesses out there who are willing to do that. It's just not us. So uh, she would have been, everybody would have been much happier if I hadn't uh, broken my number one rule. So yeah, that's that's it for today and thank you so much for listening to my my rant and thank you so much for being here and we'll get together. I appreciate your time and we'll get together again on the next one.